What's up, Wrestle fans? Welcome to the Wednesday Night War Podcast Special Edition Worlds Collide. What's up, Warheads? Uh, special Edition Wednesday Night War Podcast Worlds Collide. I'm DJ. I'm here with. This is Brett. It is Brett. That's true. Fired up. It is uh, pretty much what a half an hour after Worlds Collide. About yeah. About. And uh, we're ready to talk about it. I I'm super ready to talk about it. This show was sick. I'll tell you what. I was not super excited. I mean, of course, it's wrestling. We're going to watch it. Uh, but if you listen to the podcast and know the, how much Brett teases me, uh, I know very little of NXT UK. It's barely a real show. Like, I know not much. You know even less. Yes. Yeah. And uh, did that change? Did my opinion change? I think you might find out. By the end of this. Well, let's get into it. Let's do it. So, we had the pre-show match. Uh, the NXT UK champion, Kaylee Ray. Yes. Going up against Mia Yim. The HBIC. Yes. So, this went like nine and a half minutes. Okay. Kaylee Ray won, won by her nefarious ways, a.k.a. a roll-up while grabbing the ropes. Was it nefarious, though? It didn't look that nefarious. I thought that maybe she was just stumbling and bumbling and grabbed the ropes so she didn't fall completely over. Nah, I don't think so. Yeah, she, you think she, it was... She's, she's, a, she's okay. a big, vicious heel. All right, well, there you go. You got to use it to your advantage. Okay. Um, I thought it was, it was a fun for an opener. It was good. Good opener, pre-show match. Um, you know, better than, like, just to compare it to something, like, better than the matches on Dark, really. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, me and Yim had hit a hell of a DDT from like on the apron through the ropes kind of thing that she does. It looked really nice. She also uh, hit a destroyer. She did. Which you, you nobody nobody loses a destroyer anymore. I, I said to you, she owes Petey Williams five dollars though. She does to the Petey Williams fund. Petey Williams fund. I said to you, I was like, hey, when's the last time somebody won a match with a destroyer? Like, pick it out. And I tried to call Ricky Morton, <laughs> and it didn't work. <laughs> Wow, we saw him do that live. We did, yeah. Oh, so I thought he had beaten, the, the Rock and Rolls had beaten Santana and Ortiz with it, uh, but they didn't. No. And, you know, as much as I like the move and as much as I like the Rock and Rolls, once Ricky Morton's doing your Destroyers, it's over. Yeah, I uh, I do like, I did like the match, so it was like just a fun cr- like yeah. crowd opener. Yeah, it was a good match. Get it sure. going. Um, I like me and Yim. Uh, she, and, and, you know, I think with like, you know, the, the roll up and the grabbing of the ropes that work mm-hmm. both ways, like... Kaylee Ray's a heel, do anything to win, yeah. protects me, uh, you know, I, I thought it was fun. Yeah, I liked it too. Yeah, so uh, we're going to get right into the uh, the main show here. Main show. We had the first. The main show for real in this first match. <laughs> yeah. All the show. Well. The big the, show. The, the biggest show. The big show, the meat show, whatever uh, well, you want to I mean, call it. if you want to go there. Um, you know. I you was had, trying to be subtle. Oh, no, no subtlety here. You're drinking mead and we're talking about. I am drinking mead, that is true. About bulges. Finn wow. Balor. Going up against Ilya Dragunov. Dragunov. Let's refer to this one as what it really is. Whoa! The true battle of the bulge. When the fuck did you get here? Hi, Doug. Surprise. Hey. Good evening, gentlemen. Hey, everybody. What, what a good note for you to come in on. We're talking about bulges, yeah. <laughs> and Doug's here. I was brought in because I'm an expert on this subject matter. That so, is true. Yeah. You are a subject matter expert. So to our listeners, this is Doug. First ever guest star. Yeah. On the Wednesday Night War podcast, official yeah. guest star. Official. Aside from when when I uh, hijack what the things my wife says and puts on the end of the show, and then she beats <laughs> me afterwards for. Ooh. I think that's more of a special attraction. That's than anything true. Else. That's very true. First official guest star. So we have been friends with Doug. I don't know forever. 
for me, I've known Doug now over 20 years. I don't remember it that far back, but no. I do know I've... Well, we met 20 years ago. So you don't yes. remember that, but you could like recall something that happened in like the exact date of 93. I still don't understand how the fuck that works, yeah. but it just I'm goes that way. Yeah. yeah, We met 20 years ago, but it's probably more like 16 years. Well, I formally, I do formally remember you from the old VCW days. Yes. Uh, because a certain somebody told me not to kick you in the balls. That's, well, thank well. you. <laughs> and I do I'm know we were at the same high school. Yeah. But, yeah. and yeah, Brett, I've known you since, I think, late 06, early 07. Yeah, we've been uh, traveling the highways and byways, my friend. Oh, yeah. Get a billion sky miles. <laughs> we did work the Maritimes together. <laughs> Selling out all up, all over the place, up and down the road. Doug's so old, he gets PWI complimentary, son. Us <laughs> <laughs> yeah, girls are little vets. You know, they take care of us a little That's bit. That's true. So we're going to talk uh, about this... Uh, Oh, man, I don't know. I'm trying not to just, like, call this, like, hey, these dudes have... Meat on meat? Yeah, two big meaty men slapping meat. meaty men slapping meat. Slapping... Bumping meat. Yeah, lower midsection meat. (laughs) Uh, So, Doug, disclaimer, Doug uh, joined us uh, about a little less than halfway through, a little more than halfway through the the show. No, he only caught... Yeah, he caught the the last two matches. Okay, so... Well, that last match was... That last match was a lot of show, though. Yeah, that was the meat of the matter. Not that he won't contribute. Oh, look at that. That's coming in hot. Uh, so you can still contribute. We'll talk. You yeah. can ask us questions. Yes. But you did not see the uh, the, the, co- under, the, the cock fight that this happened to be. No. This. <laughs> I'm talking about chickens. I'm talking about uh, yes. roosters and how vicious they are. The red rooster. The red rooster, exactly. Terry Taylor, a.k.a. Terry yes. Funk. That's not a uh, Don't you dare. <laughs> this is my podcast and you're in my house. I will kick you out. <laughs> I'm, I think I'm the Todd Roker to your Joe Sposto. No. Oh, wow. <laughs> Todd Roker is the Todd Roker to my Todd Roker. A fair point. <laughs> so this match uh, kicked off. It went like 14 minutes. Yeah. Finn got the win. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could tell like right in the beginning, and I thought this was going to be the theme throughout the night. It happened a little bit. Uh, the crowd was definitely just like pro NXT people. Yeah, for and sure. And I think it's part of it. It's like... You know, yeah, Royal Rumble weekend, a lot of people You're travel. You're in America. But it's not like it's like WrestleMania weekend where yeah. literally people travel from all over the world for, sure. for it. Um, so, you like, Ilya got, like, little to no reaction. Yeah. He got booed. He was getting booed and stuff. He and, seems to be the least known person on the card, too. Like, I don't know that he's, he's been I wrestling agree. a ton on the UK. I don't know. But he, yeah. you know, at least the other guys I had seen before, and I hadn't really seen him until this week. Um, I will say, and I, I said it while we were watching it, I like his theme music a lot. Tells you right away what he is. You don't have to guess. You don't have to be like, oh, this guy is just new metal fan number seven. Um, <laughs> he is just, you know, Russian patriot. Like, it just works. So, red eyes I can do without, but whatever. He wears, right, he, he wears he, red contacts. He's a lizard man. He wears the opposite contacts that Chris Jericho wears. Ah. The center of true. his eyes are red, whereas Jericho wears the contacts that make the outsides of his eyes red. <laughs> they're, special con- they're special contacts, Doug. I don't know if you knew that. He wear the reverse colored lenses yes. so that it makes the whites of his eyes look red. I, I had my suspicions. Yeah, that's um, what he does. Yes. Surely he wore, He was so dedicated that I think on the cruise this week he wore two pairs Well, at the same time. He is a master of his craft. He is, it's true. That is very true. Uh, the match itself, I mean, it was good. I thought... I, I, it was good, but we'll just, let's just get right down to it. Finn committed a murder. Yeah, the end of the match. Uh, so at one point during the match... 
Finn got busted, like his nose got busted. Yeah, he, got, he took a toe kick right to the the center of the face. There, yeah, and it seemed right to uh, g- give him a little motivation. And he was not on, happy on the last three moves of the match. Yeah, because uh, he hit Dragon off with like a, one of those shotgun drop kicks. Oh, it was oof. Uh, Dragon oh. didn't even make it into the corner. He like bounced off the ropes, kind of. It was yeah. nasty. And then the uh, the Coupe de Gracie at the, the end. The Coupe de Gracie, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> he, uh, just ha- if Jenna, that is how it's pronounced. Thank yes. you for mentioning that on Twitter. <laughs> he, uh, he Come to this show for all your pronunciation fucking, issues. He fucking killed him. He did. He murdered him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, he just every move just... And then he did the... Uh, what's his finish called now? The 1916. 1916. Or, yeah, the Bloody Sunday, whatever yeah. it is. He uh, spiked him on that, too. Like, he murdered him at the end. It was crazy. I even said to you, I was like, if this was Finn, like... Yeah. Every match, like where he just gets like ruthless like that, mm-hmm. he'd, he'd be my favorite wrestler. Yeah, because he, he, I mean, the dude still has like such a big star quality. You know what he I mean? He does have a big star. You're right. Well, <laughs> big star, big hog, whatever well, you want to say. Wow. Well, the big thing that I think has been hurting Balor, especially on the main card, was they wanted to play up that kind of goofy persona he comes off with. Yes, and that makes him look like no threat whatsoever. Like I've, yeah. one, one thing I've been loving about his return to NXT is that they've really said, okay, come out, heal, vicious as hell, and just go out there and just just kill people and show people what you're capable yeah. of. Well, and I, so I've never liked the demon side of his gimmick. Um, we <laughs> haven't gimmick, seen that, eh? yeah. But uh, I, we, I just, I've never liked it because if if it's what works, then you just be it every time, right? Because if if you come out for a match and you're not the demon, then you just don't care about winning if you can only win as the demon. It's just it, it's always bothered me. Uh, so I've never really liked it. So I'm glad it's just he's Finn Balor. He's calling him the Prince. You know, whatever. Uh, just being nasty. He doesn't need the demon. No, he doesn't like. And even when they were using the demon, I like they should have given an explanation of yeah. Oh, like when he uses the demon, then mm-hmm. when he goes like back to normal Finn, like yeah. he has to rec- recover more or something. Like keep mm-hmm. him off TV for like three weeks or something. You know, like yeah. to sell that. Like yeah, it takes a lot out of him to do this, but. They never did. It's like yeah. demon on a Sunday, regular old smiling Finn on a Monday. That's true. Yeah, with the damn members only jacket. <laughs> yeah, that's a damn members. fine jacket. <laughs> I didn't say it was bad. Well, mm-hmm. was it an oversized members only jacket? <laughs> oh, well. you want to get down? Let's get down there, guy. <laughs> so uh, we have a little uh, promo to hype up this up, up upcoming. Um, episode of NXT on Wednesday, mm-hmm. which is the finals of the Dusty Classic. Oh, is this when this happened? Yes. Right. Uh, so, in the crowd, you had, on one side of the barrier, Grizzled Young Vets. Yes. The other side, the Broser Weights. Broser Weights. You know who the Broser Weights are. Absolutely. I enjoy the Broser Weights. Okay. Did you see their promo last week about joint manipulation? Uh, I only heard about you guys okay. talking about <laughs> it on last week's well, episode. Okay, so that's, you know, you get it. Okay. Perfect. So, yes. uh, they're having their match... Um, Wednesday, the winner of that they announced is going to get a tag, tag title shot yeah. at uh, Takeover the, Portland, which is weeks. like three weeks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Grizzly Young Vets, just your normal stuff, you know. Riddle, yeah. Riddle gets on the mic, and the dude is just like a star. He, Great, yeah, he, absolutely. People you know, love him. Yeah, he's instantly likable <laughs> somehow. Yeah, yeah, like it's it's yeah. crazy how likable he is. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> the best part though. Uh, they, you know, they're talking to Riddle, and he's like, "Oh, like, you know, me and uh, Pete, we have the our big, like, you know, we'll have huge smiles on our faces, just like Pete does right now." He looks over, Dunn's just stone faced, miserable, yeah. and he's just like, "Oh, all right, bro." So they go to Pete, and he goes, 
you know, if we're going to be blunt about this, and yeah. Riddle just like head, head uh, yeah, up, the eyes light up, <laughs> and then the crowd starts chanting for Riddle, and yeah, hilarious. Riddle does the old fishing pole yep. motion. <laughs> so yeah. that'll be fun. I, I'm, I'm excited for that on Wednesday. Yeah, they, I, they grow me quack, quack. They grow me quick. Yeah, uh, and you know we talk about the time like the thrown together tag teams aren't exactly what we love. Um, but these guys were thrown together, but they're wearing gear. They're cutting promos together. It's like working. They have a, a little bit of a chemistry back and forth on the promos and stuff. So so they, they got it to work. It's not just, you know, I don't know, Keith Lee and Dijakovic, for example. Exactly. They've been doing the unlikely duo yeah. shtick for so long in wrestling. By now, they should have the damned recipe for it yeah, down. It's true. So. You would think they, they should. And they work really well together. They're, they, they're both tough guys. Like, Riddle's like a, a goof, but... Guy can wrestle, so oh, he'll, he'll knock you out yeah. if he has to. Yeah, I like even like during matches they do each other's mannerisms and stuff, mm-hmm. and it, it, yeah. it's fun. And Riddle, that that he didn't the the uh, his jackhammer again. It's so good, I love it. Yeah, it is. Did you know that he rips off Goldberg's moves? Absolutely. Okay, good. Did you ever? Did you see that altercation with him and Goldberg? Yeah, where Goldberg would pull the entire "Don't call me bro." Yeah, and Riddle's just like, all right, man. Which is funny because in an actual fight. Yeah, Riddle would go through him like he's not even there. Exactly. Yeah. You, know, you know, if Jericho could have tapped him 20 years ago with a front choke, then, you know, Riddle yeah. would eat him. Riddle's mm-hmm. going to kill him. Yeah. Next matchup, we have the Fatal 4-Way for the NXT Cruiserweight Championship. Yes. Uh, we have the champ, Angel Garza, mm-hmm. going up against Handsome. Isaiah. Handsome. Angel Handsome Garza. Angel Garza. Very pretty. Going up against um, Isaiah Swerve Scott. Mm-hmm. The other participants were both from NXT UK. We had uh, the Irish ace, Jordan Devlin. Ooh, all right, we're going to talk about that. And last but not least, the Kwee Buzzsaw. Kwee Buzzsaw. Travis Banks, shout out Joe for that. All right, so before we even say who won or anything, because who won, will this will seem like I'm not incredibly happy about it, but let's talk about Devlin being the Irish ace. Not everybody gets to be an ace. It's true. It's overused. Tanahashi's the ace. It's the ace of New Japan. Ace of my heart. Ace of, ace of our hearts. Ace of the galaxy, as they're calling themselves now. Ace of great hair. Ace of base. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you see the sign, Doug? It opened, opened up, 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 it opened up his eyes. I saw the sign. <laughs> so, Devlin the Irish ace. I get it. Everybody, you know, it's funny. It's not funny, but like, oh, it's cool. I'm the ace. And, you know, Tanahashi's a very influential guy. But not everybody gets to be the ace. Well, that's you know? like the hot thing, like even on the indies, like well, wasn't David Starr called himself the Ace, the of, Ace Beyond. of Beyond and yeah. stuff. Like it's everybody's calling yeah. themselves the Ace, I guess. Yeah. So, you so know, this, I, I'm gonna, I'm actually gonna, gonna uh, are train. The, and I'm are you be, the Ace of this podcast? I'm not the Ace of this podcast, but I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be the Stone Cold of this podcast. Okay. Because I'm just gonna steal somebody else's gimmick, and just, I'm, I'm gonna be the Polish American Stone Cold. <laughs> That's that's what I am. What the fuck? Uh, okay. Why I'll not? Follow. No, all right, Why brother. not? So in this match, uh, it went like 12 and a half minutes. Mm-hmm. We have a new cruiserweight champ. We do. The aforementioned Devlin. Completely unexpected. Absolutely. Uh, you picked Garza to retain. I yes. picked Scott to win. Yes. Just for argument's sake, because I thought, oh, they're not going to take the title off Garza. They just put it on him a couple weeks yeah. ago. Both wrong. Because we picked, other than that, we picked right down the same line. Yeah, and that, so. I think we got everything right. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Devlin is the champ. Yeah, he deserved it. He was great in this match. I, it's the first time I've ever seen him wrestle. I saw Kiwi Buzzsaw a few weeks ago on NXT. I've never seen Devlin before. I don't think he's shown up on regular NXT since we've recorded. No, he hasn't. Uh, and you know what? He threw a sick headbutt. 
Uh, the finish was really good. He uh, he really he was a star. They all were. It was a really good match. Yeah, I, I gotta wonder. Swerve if, actually got a little lost. I think. I I think he got overshadowed. To be honest, yeah. Like, you know, he just was. Yeah, he wasn't lost in the wrestling. He got lost in the shuffle, like yeah, other people. which is yeah. crazy because like I think that that dude jumps yeah. off the screen at me. Yeah. And yeah, this it was just like eh, he was an afterthought. You know, mm-hmm. um, I wonder if they're gonna put the cruiserweight championship more so. In NXT UK right now to well, get some more eyes on that, I think. You can. If you're a fan of the Cruiserweight title, yeah. which I am. so They've been struggling with that title for so long now. They were never very good at doing it. I mean, they tried back in the day when WCW's Cruiserweight division was the best. And they tried having Takamichi Noku with it and all, you know. Well, the problem with, with the rehash was when they brought it back, you had that Cruiserweight Classic. Yeah. And it was always... You know, in the tournament was Zack Sabre Jr. and Kota Ibushi. Yeah. And guess what? They made it to the semifinals, but you didn't sign either, guys. So yeah. it ended up being like Grand Metalik versus TJ Perkins. Yeah. What a... what a Like, like yeah. it's, it's almost you like it's dead in the Zach water Zack Sabre Jr. Start. and Kota Ibushi, you don't sign either of them. What a... What a brilliant move, Trips. Right? Good like, job, pal. You, you couldn't seal the deal on at least one, at least of, those one of those guys. Yeah. Like, I'm willing to bet that was a roll of the dice. And it just happened that it shit out on if those I, fronts. If I remember correctly, they wanted, like, or, like Abushi wanted and they didn't even offer. That's that, insane to oh, me. If that's true, that's fucking so, crazy. And I don't know yeah. if it is. I just remember there being something like about how they didn't, like... They didn't bother to meet his terms or even discuss it with him. They were just like, hey, we don't oh, really like, know How him. could you, like... I know. Man, it's insane. That guy's the best. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, they, they were rehabbing it, like, once they put the belt on Neville. The, yeah. You know, now known as Pac. Um, no, again known as Pac. Well, Pac. again known as Pac. That's true. I thought it was the bastard Pac. <laughs> A bastard Pac. Ah, pardon me. He is the bastard in my eyes. But he is the... It depends on who you ask. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And, you know, they rehabbed it, and it was like, okay, like, because people in, yeah. um, at the time, mainstream WWE, you knew who the guy was, you know? Mm-hmm. But ever since they took it off of him, it's just been floundering. It's forgotten about. And, you know, it's but, sad. Like, Buddy Murphy did a good job with it recently. You know, they had some... He, yeah, they had a right. bit of a good hot streak running with... Uh, like Jack him, Gallagher and Cedric uh, Alexander. Yeah, what's his name from Chikara? Uh, Gulak. Yeah, Gulak had it. It was good, and it was good. He had that whole no flying gimmick kind of yeah. thing. Uh, so it's been on some good people. It's had some down marks too. Uh, but Leo Rush was a bright <laughs> Enzo. spot. Enzo. Yeah, Enzo. <laughs> uh, as much as as good as I think he looks, Tony Nice. Yeah, it didn't. Really, it just couldn't really put it together in that company. It just again, not a bad wrestler. Just a guy who not clicking at that level. Yeah. Um, but then Leo Rush came back, got it, and it was great. And him and Garza's feud was really good. Uh, and then they, you know, pulled it off Garza really quick. But, you know, again, I can't be mad because of the way this match was, you know. Yeah, it was just like balls to the wall. Yeah. Just like, hey, we have 12 minutes. We're going to get yeah. our proverbial shit in. And it's the way a cruiserweight match should be. Devlin looked really good. Impressed the shit out of me. And, uh, I mean... We'll see how I feel at, at in another match or two about NXT UK. Yeah, that's but Devlin true. was really impressive. The other guys were really good too, but Devlin was was super impressive. Yeah. Next matchup we had was uh, the reunited DIY. Yes. I don't know if this is just going to be like a one off. Yeah, I well, think it is. I'm sure because they probably need something, somebody to wrestle another tag match, and um, uh, Chomp is chasing gold. So. Yeah, and going up against Mustache Mountain. Which is Tyler Bate and your first sighting of Trent Seven. Trent Seven. Now we talked about Trent Seven. 
Uh, I didn't know anything about Trans7, uh, other than the fact that I had wondered if if Trans7 was a Viano-style gimmick of uh, <laughs> if he was just the seventh Trent uh, in a group. Yeah, they're all from the Council of Trent. Yes, it turns out he they weren't, um, and the, thank God, because I saw Trent 7 today for the first time, and oh man, I would hate to see Trent 10. <laughs> do, you, have you, do you know Trent 7? I do not that? know anything about I Trent would 7, probably, to be okay. I would probably balance out around Trent 3 or 4, honestly. <laughs> um, How about the other one, uh, guy, Tyler Bate? I've seen some of his stuff in the past, okay. but it's, it's very foggy to me. Once again, I'm terrible with... I'm worse than Dooge with NXT UK. That is true. Like, I'm bad with it. He's really bad. and you're mm-hmm. we're just, Apocalyptically bad. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're really batting for a thousand here. Yes. So the match, um, DIY got the win. It went like 23 minutes. But uh, holy goddamn. Oh, yeah, great match. Incredible. It was, like, I, I loved, like, in the beginning, like, them just kind of like sportsmanship, yep. like posing at each other. You know, mm-hmm. it was just, you know, it was fun. And then like the the switch just flipped. You yeah, know? super fun. Uh, you know, th- those guys out there. No real stakes to this match. It's just a tag team feature, basically. Um, and uh, good to see Chomp and Gargano back together. And they were just, you could tell they were having fun in this match. Yeah, they didn't miss a beat. They didn't. There was some comedy stuff. There was some good stuff. There was great wrestling. Uh, you know, I, I mean, I loved this match. They uh, prominently featured the airplane spin, which if you've ever talked to me about wrestling, you would know that that m- makes my heart very happy. Um, and, uh, you know, a ton of great, f- just fun stuff. Chomp posing and then Trent Seven getting the ring and being like, ah, I'm probably not going to pose. Yeah, he just he shook his hand and goes, nah, yeah. he, he wins that one. Yep. <laughs> uh, and just, I mean, we know, we know, I knew Tyler Bate from when he first came around because him and Dunn kind of came in together yep. and it was a big deal. Uh, so I knew we can go. I didn't know anything about Trans7. Uh, and honestly, I mean, I loved this match. Uh, as it was happening, it was a big smile on my face. And uh, this was, as you know, all the matches in. This is my match of the night um, up to this point anyway. We'll see if that sticks around. But uh, I just had so much fun watching these guys have fun and do solid wrestling. It had everything. It was I loved tag wrestling. And uh, it, was, it was pretty perfect. I even loved, like, just... Just the little shit with tag teams, like they were setting up bait to get the knee and the kick from yeah. Gargano Champa, and like seven jumps in and covers mm-hmm. them, like you know, trying to protect him. It's like just little stuff like that. It's like it shows you tag teams. Yeah, they don't. I don't know. It's not. I feel like it's a lost art most of the time. Mm-hmm. But then you get a match like this, and you go, yeah. "Holy shit!" Gargano's first match back in a while after injury. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just it's good to see everybody back. Crowd was super into it. It was just a hell of a tag match. Yeah, Ciampa hasn't looked like he's sniffed a carbohydrate in the last yeah, two years. Yeah, like this dude's in the insane shape. That guy shape. is cut to shit. Yeah, he's been... Yeah, he looks borderline mm-hmm. unhealthy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's... The match, though, I, I can't put it over enough. Yeah, me I, either. I really, really loved it. I, if you were on the fence about Worlds Collide, it like, up to this so far... It, I mean, the whole show, but we'll talk about that, but it, really worth watching. And uh, if you're like, I don't have the time, just w- watch this match and... Maybe another one later, but this match was just a ton of fun. If you like tag wrestling, classic, you know, two on two tag wrestling. This was yeah. this was the match. It was really good. Crowd was super into it. They it were. Just, I I absolutely loved it. Which is a detriment, I think, to the next match. Yes, but before the next match, oh. throughout the night they were kind of going through the crowd like, oh, this person's here. Oh, this you're right. Yeah. Here, uh, they get to 
Dakota Kai. Yes. And out of nowhere, King Coda. Tegan Knox just levels the living I, shit I out of her. You, I, you literally yelled, "Oh shit!" I didn't even, I didn't expect it. I just saw Dakota and was like, "Hey, Dakota's here." I'm excited for what they have going on with the, with her and uh, Tegan Knox. And uh, I was like, "Oh, Dakota's here. That's cool." Uh, shout out Chuck because I know he's probably excited about it too. And uh, buddy Chuck, <laughs> but uh, I was like, "Oh man, that's cool." And when when uh, Tegan came up behind her and, and like laid her out, I was like, "Oh shit." I had no idea, and it yeah. just it caught me by surprise, which is what it's supposed to do. Super successful in that, and then they brawled uh, through the guardrail, like literally through it. Kids were crying yeah, in the kids crowd. Kids were literally crying. Yes. Uh, like there was a kid right. crying in his mom's arms, like a little kid, and uh, they just—I mean—they beat the crap out of each other because this is—I mean—it's a hot feud. Yeah, so. and, and like we talked about on the show on Wednesday um, or Thursday, I. Still surprised that this is going to be on NXT TV this week. Yeah. I feel like this needs to be a takeover thing. Yeah. I, I really do. It's I, it's not over yet. I think there's probably going to be a DQ finish, and then it'll lead to a no DQ, some sort of no DQ match or tables match or cage match or something, street fight, something where, you know, they could blow it off at the takeover. Just to make sure I'm following correctly, this yes. was the one that was initially sparked at... The War Games yes. back. Yes, yes. Yeah. Okay, so it would make sense that they're continuing with the slow burn on this if yeah. I'm following everything yes. proper. Yeah. yeah, so that's uh, Tegan Knox. Dakota didn't, didn't get picked for the team. Yes. Tegan Knox did. Tegan Knox went to come out of the cage and she got jumped by Dakota. Uh, and Dakota punched Regal in the face. Yes, I remember <laughs> seeing well, that yeah. and being so like, So this, this is a continuation go. of that. Yes. Uh, Dakota's been coming out with... Tegan's knee brace as a prop. Oh, yeah. nice! And using that and like hitting people with it, and then Tegan just came back last week. Um, yeah, there was a women's battle royal, and yeah. Dakota came and attacked her and yeah. had her eliminated, and chucked the knee brace and whacked her right in the face, right in the with face it. with the knee I, brace. Yeah, I read. Yeah. I, I yeah. Heard some yeah, on that Tegan. One. I don't yeah. know if she was actually hurt, but they let it. They, you know, she kind of was on the shelf for a few weeks after War Games to kind of let that sort of stew, mm-hmm. and this is it's starting to come back up. Yeah, and, and even on. Um, on NXT TV this week, like, they did the thing with Dakota, like, a little vignette yeah. where she's, like, you know, like, some best friend you are, you know. Mm-hmm. You get picked for the team and you didn't stick up for me. You didn't yeah. vouch for me. You just went along your merry way. And she's, like, I felt like dirt and now I'm taking it out on you. I'm, mm-hmm. like. Which is good. It's yeah. a legitimate grievance. Exactly. Yes. Perfect. The, it's, hey, the it's best re- are justified. It's, it's really well done. Really well done. Yeah. Next matchup. Uh, NXT title match. Mm-hmm. You had the champ, Rhea Ripley. Yep. Going up against Tony Storm. Yeah. So these two have some history. They do. Tony uh, has beaten Rhea twice. Rhea beat Tony initially for the first NXT uh, UK title when they were uh, putting it on. Um, I think, yeah, Rhea beat Tony the first time. Tony it had it and Rhea won it all? No, it was like they did the tournament to crown oh, the first okay. NXT champion. All right. And, and Rhea beat Tony, okay. which was like a big surprise because everybody's like, oh, they're just going to put on Tony Storm. Tony's experience. She the Mae Young Classic. Yeah, she's, a, you know, she's a more experienced worker. Super over, and then they put it on Rhea. So there's obviously history there. Yeah. And then Tony Storm beat Rhea for it. Yeah, and then she beat her in the rematch, and then that's what sent Rhea over to uh, regular yeah. NXT. Yeah. Uh, this went like 10 minutes. Yeah. Uh, this is where Doug showed up as well to catch this. I got in just as they were... Just as Rhea was making yes. her entrance. Yeah. yeah. So this is an, just an interesting spot. So for Brett and I, this was the death spot on the show. It was a really hot show. That last tag match was so much fun, so good, that this came on. And you and I both kind of like, eh, it's a little a little flat, a little dead. And we like both of them. We like Ripley. We like Tony. 
Um, so, Doug, I'm going to ask you this because this is the first thing you watched. Yes. How do you feel about this match? Uh, I was, yeah, I was a little bit underwhelmed by it. Okay. I'm sitting down. I'm drinking my coffee. I'm watching this. And I felt like with how how hot everything is with Rhea Ripley right now, mm-hmm. everything felt understated. And honest to God, it looked like Ripley was a step off this yeah. evening. Okay. It felt like a couple of the things that she did, it was she was moving slow, kind of going through the motions a little bit, not yeah. really crisp with anything she was okay. throwing or doing. So the, the one of the things about this match, um, and it's interesting to say that because that's kind of how I felt too, um, this match kind of didn't have any stakes. We, we all, everybody knew Tony Storm wasn't winning this belt. Yeah, there was I no real threat. I didn't expect Garza to lose the cruiserweight belt. But if he did, I was expecting it to swerve. So it's like, oh, okay, this could happen. Um, but this one, we all know Rhea just got it. She's not going to lose it this early. With Bianca coming up, we know Ripley's winning. So going into that, too, we're like, all right, this one, we kind of know the outcome of this one. Um, but, again, following that tag match is really hard. The rest of the show was really hot, and this one wasn't. And it's a bit of a shame. And hearing Doug say that, like, then it was, it was kind of the match, too. It wasn't just us. Yeah, which is sad because, you know, the NXT women's division overall, I think, I say it all the time, I think it's the best division going today. Um, you know, it outshines literally everything. Yeah. Um, and, you know, to get put in that spot where, hey, here's 10 minutes. You know, we just had a really awesome tag match. You know, big, like, they had the nice moment at the end where the tag teams hugged and everything and showed respect. And, yeah, it's because you know what's coming in the main event. You know, the big stables colliding with Imperium and the Undisputed yeah. Era. So it, it did feel like a, a bit of a downer. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the match itself, like, it was okay. Yeah. You know, I don't think it, it ever really hit, like, a second gear. No, well, the crowd it's hard was to hit a second like, gear in 10 minutes. The crowd didn't you know? hate it, but, yeah. Yeah, and, and like you said, there, there was no threat of Tony mm-hmm. winning. Like, and, and that personally, it takes me out of a match most when that happens. I usually don't mind, you know, like because the, the DIY tag match had no stakes. You know, like it wasn't. We didn't know who's going to win, but there was no title on the line or anything. Um, so like, I usually I'm like, all right, we'll st- still see if it's a good match. Um, but yeah, it's just a little, you know. It, I mean, it, it probably the worst match on the card. Uh, it, it still, I still think it was fine. It wasn't. A, I'm not going to call it a bad match. No, it's in a bad spot. You know, not the best match. When you have um, this many matches of this caliber, yeah, exactly. Somebody's got to be the worst, yeah. even ha- if it's still a good. Yeah. solid that match. happens on most takeovers too. It's like yeah. there's going to be one there's match that, that suffers a little yeah. bit. You yeah, know? that happened to be this one. It sucks because I really do like Ripley, but yeah. Um, backstage, that you know, that before the main event, they show. Uh, oh, breaking news! This happened. Yeah. Uh, Gargano's getting interviewed, and Bauer just shows up and starts whooping his ass. Murders him. Yeah. Um, Tyler Bate, yeah. like, saved Gargano. He did. And, uh, and Bauer was kind of like, this isn't your fight. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if, uh, you know, because Bate and um, Trent Seven are in the States right now. Yeah. Maybe Wednesday we get Bauer well, Bate, I mean, they which got, would be awesome. They got three weeks before takeover. They got to do something with these guys. Gargano's coming off an injury, so they probably, my guess is they won't do a ton. But Balor can wrestle, oh, he can let go. him go, and him bait would be a great match. It would be so awesome. that's, I mean, that's, give me Balor bait, that's that's what I want. I hope we see it. Uh, I think it would be a great little middle ground match. Gargano can come out at some point and... Cost Balor the match or cost something. Cost Balor the match, exactly. Use it to pump up that feud even more. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think Balor bait would be... That'd be a banger. There's only one thing that took me out of the element in this uh, 
in this entire backstage scenario. Okay. The only thing I could think was, once I started figuring it out and realized where on the card the Finn Balor match mm-hmm. was, all I could think was, why the hell are you still wearing your gear? If you were Finn Balor, wouldn't you still be wearing your mm-hmm. gear? No, I'd put on my side thong. <laughs> and you know I'm right. Or your gray sweatpants. Either or. or <laughs> That's both. true. Both, yeah. Yeah. That's true. It is a little, uh, but it, it is a little after, but I will counter that. You know, Balor's waiting because he didn't want to hit Gargano before the match. Let him get, you know, get him afterwards. So, you know, he did it sort of the during the match after after Gargano's match. I, I was going to say, and it is a very minor quibble. Yes. No, I, I have minor quibbles all the time. It's completely yeah. valid. So, yeah, if he came out and he did it and he was wearing, um, you know, and this is a little unrealistic, a pair of jeans tucked into a pair of high-tech boots. Sure. Well, I would have been 110%. All right. I would have been all about it. Doug, let me ask you a question. Fire. How did Macho Man know to bring three outfits to the King of the Ring? Uh, because Randy Savage doesn't sleep and he never goes anywhere, including grocery shopping, without three or four wrestling outfits right. I mean, in that's his the, truck. It's the most valid answer I've ever heard. After all these years, after all these years, that makes the most it sense. It really does. Given the fact, I'll never forget that pseudo shoot interview we did once where he even said, he's like, I don't really sleep a lot. Not a lot of people can really be around me that long. And I'm like, <laughs> but, mm, okay, fair right, point. Well, for yeah, well, especially not Tori Wilson. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, Corpse and send for the man. <laughs> so, main event time. You have, uh, and this was the match I was looking forward to the most. I think oh, yeah. all yeah, of us of were, course. you know. The, the main, rightfully so, the main event. They built the heat really well on this in only a couple of weeks. Because, yeah. again, no real stakes in this one other than bragging rights. That's but all. essentially, this is the culmination of NXT versus NXT UK. Yes, so you had Imperium yep. going up against Undisputed Also known as Walter. Era. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Walter <laughs> and the other guys. Walter and the three other guys who aren't Walter. Not Walter 1 through 3. Yes. <laughs> going up against Undisputed Era. So this went a half hour. Yeah. Um, didn't feel like it. It didn't feel like it at all. No. Imperium... Got the win. It did. Let's talk about some shit that happened during Let's this match. Ooh, baby. So, I mean, right away, uh, Alexander Wolf gets hurt. <sighs> took a took a kick from Bobby Fish, right? Bobby, yep. it, was, well, it was a tag it, team move, but Fish is the one that caught him in the jaw slash throat. Uh, he was seated, and Fish kicked him in the face. Uh, and immediately went for the pin. Uh, Wolf was out. They showed the replay. He was out. Out cold. And uh, Drake Younger uh, started to count and then realized he was out and thankfully broke the pin so that the match wasn't over. I thought it was elimination style at first. I knew it wasn't, but for whatever reason, my brain slips back into that. I kind of wish it was. Um, and But Younger like popped, his show, popped Wolf's shoulder up himself to make sure the pin got broken up and the match didn't end because Wolf was out. Which is an excellent, that is some of the finest wrestling I've it seen really in It really is. It, it's what he's supposed to do. You know, you're... Supposed to count three. If a guy doesn't kick out, it's his responsibility. But when you can, when he notices that the dude is knocked silly like Wolf was, it's the right thing to do. It's a smart thing to do, especially that early in a match with that much. And it also going on. I mean, he threw up the X's, but like the kick out and stuff wasn't that obvious. You know, we talk about it all the time. Wrestling is sometimes ruined for us because I know where to look. Yeah, you know, yeah. when somebody's going to kick out, I immediately look at their eyes to see if they're looking at the ref. Yep, that's become one of my hallmarks too. Yeah. Since you pointed it, that out it, to me, it, it, I said the same thing. I go ever since like you pointed out. Now I look and I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, fuck. And it, yeah. It, 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 I suffer my curse, and I pulled you guys into it because it, it 
it doesn't take me out of wrestling, but like it's just one of those things that I do it instinctively, and it ruins wrestling a little bit. And now I've ruined it for all of you listening, but I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> no, but actually it's cool because yeah. on the, the counterpoint to that is also when I see a guy who's not looking at the ref, yeah, and he's listening to it, and he yes. does the Some kick people out still, don't yeah. do it. Yes. I look at that wrestler and be like, okay, you're somebody to keep tabs yeah. on in the future because you're getting the little details that really make the, pa- the yes. package. Yeah. Uh, so, but Wolf was not looking at anything other than the stars circling his head. No, he got KO'd. It was quick. It was quick. the match, like yeah. three minutes in. Yeah, so um, you know, threw up the X's. Ugh. They, you know, I, I liked what they did kind of camera work. Like, they wouldn't put the camera on yep. him. I was just like, all right, smart, you know, but yeah. you still saw Drake throw the X. I think what they did, they wanted to run back the replay first. Back, ah, uh, can we show, like, what happened? Mm-hmm. Okay, caught a kick. It's not... Yeah, it's brutal, obviously. Yes, uh, but I mean, they even had a hard time of getting him rolling him out. Yeah, of the ring. accidents happen. Of course, it's wrestling. They got him out of the ring. They got him safe. They took him to the back off camera. He doesn't come back. So no. Imperium wrestled at a disadvantage. Yeah, I'll tell you what. It made it four on three. It's a handicap match at that point. Essentially, yeah. Uh, Imperium though, it's like they didn't miss a beat. It, uh, yeah, I mean Walters two men. Especially because <laughs> that's, uh, that's I mean I'm just gonna true. I'm gonna bring this up, but I mean Walter's a large man, King Haas, if you will, and if you're a regular listener of the show, you know that Brett thinks Adam Cole's too small and too short. <laughs> uh, so really, them losing when they were it was already kind of a handicap match in Imperium's direction because Brett thinks Adam Cole's so small. So them losing somebody kind of evens the odds a little bit. Like Walter's like Adam Cole standing on his own shoulders. I'm going to drop kick you. That's fine. If you can do so it, go bitch. for it. The point stands, though. Walter is such an imposing figure yes. because of how big he is and how beefy he is and how it hits like a goddamn tank. Yeah. Uh, all kidding aside, yeah. honestly, if this was all four of Undisputed Era against just Walter, I would still probably yeah. bet on Walter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, I like the odds. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they even they had to play to that, too, because all through the match, the only time they were getting over on Walter was when they were hitting them with, like, the fast swarm yeah. attacks. Yes. Yeah, and like, which makes sense. When they all had them in the corner just stomping mm-hmm. on them, and it's yeah. like, look, it takes three guys to do this to them. Yeah. Uh, one thing I did like throughout it, they didn't, and I thought that they were going to, they didn't give you too much of Cole versus Walter. No. You know, they, I think that they're saving that no for something that. down yeah. the road. Yep. You never know what's going to happen, yeah. you know. Well, and, you know, again, we talked about it while it was happening, too. Eichner's no slouch. Oh, my God. Bartel's no. good, too. No, they both. Um, you know, that's the first time really seen of them, and they're, they they're all good really wrestlers. Good yeah. Um. You know. I think. You know. Unfortunately, we talked about Wolf's probably the the lesser worker. Uh. Doesn't mean he's bad. It just means somebody's got to be the less lesser worker. So you know, if Andrew, Alexander Wolf's the worst worker in your match with eight other guys, you got a pretty good match going on. Absolutely. Yeah. And I was ex- seven other guys. I was excited to see like what he could do because you know you see Walter matches, you yeah. see the the tag matches with Imperium with Bartel yeah, and Eichner. Kind of the he, he's kind of the out. odd man yeah. out. So I was like, okay, let's see you know yeah. what he could do. Mm-hmm. And yeah, super unfortunate for that. It is. I hope he's I okay. I don't want to see anybody get hurt yeah. ever. I hope he's mm-hmm. all right. You know, I, I we talked about you. I, I remember him being with Killian Dane and and Eric Young in Sanity. Oh good lord, I forgot about that. Uh, yeah, yeah, and he used to, oh. he used the hardcore mosh. Yeah. in the ring is his taunt. He's like he's like yeah. in the hardcore scene. Um, and he I, dropped weight. He did. I, yeah. And I, I like this change. I like the look. I like the demeanor change. It works for him. Uh, I was looking forward to seeing him in this match. I hope he's okay. You know, uh, what? I'm sure he is. People get potatoed all the time. So yeah, it, I mean, it, it, things have gone bad for people, but I'm sure he's fine. Yeah. Kudos to all seven of the guys. All you know, I'll even say kudos to the ref too. Yeah, all the everybody. Eight remaining people in that match. To not break down af- yep. at all after yeah. that because that sucks. Any like, any high know, spots they had planned with him, or any sort of combo stuff they had planned with him, 
it's gone. Like you obviously feel terrible for Wolf, but like you feel equally as bad for Fish. Yeah, you know because he didn't want to do mm-hmm. that. You know, and yeah, it, that's tough. When like, Fish is a professional. Like of, those guys, all, all of them are. Yeah. And, you know, so and and, and it's Fish tough is probably to, the most experienced out of all of them too. I'd say so. He's been around. Though. He's at least the oldest. It's tough to to kind of I think keep your emotions in check. Stay level-headed, you know, okay, but, let's yeah, let's reset, you know, let's take a breath yeah. and let's keep this moving and, and deliver. Because, mm-hmm. again, that was like three or four minutes in the match. You had another 25 minutes to go. Yeah, yeah, and they had to be, it's like, okay, guys, we got to get on point. But, yeah, once again, it's a testament to their skill set and their professionalism. Yeah, and, and you know, I, we talked about like a month or so ago when Fish got knocked out in that match uh, and Roddy just came out. Right in his jeans, his Chuck mm-hmm. Taylors, no pads, didn't have time to stretch, literally nothing, and worked a tag title match, and he was just incredible. Uh, so I, I, I think you know they're all very consummate professionals. Yeah. Big ups to those guys. Big up to Drake. You know that yeah. he, he did uh, such handled, a great job there. Really good stuff. Yeah, um, uh, Walter. Good God, is that guy over? He is. You know, they were chanting, like, you know, the typical undisputed, and the crowd's response was just Walter, Walter. you know? I I know we got a little worried, because if you remember Survivor Series, he got eliminated, like, quick. He did. They haven't been booking him very well. No, they they haven't, and it sucks, because that guy has such a mystique about him. Um, He's just awesome, and... The dude, it just proves, like, you get him in front of that crowd tonight, yeah. and he's still just super over. Yeah. I <laughs> I kind of feel like I want to watch NXT UK more. That's, to, I, I was, I was going to like, see, just yeah. to watch Walter. He's going to save that for the end. Job, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It did, exactly. Yeah. It did his, you know did what, his I, job. I, there's still more, I think, to talk about in this match. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, with oh, the headbutts yeah. and stuff. Ooh. But, um, it just, just nastiness. But, um. Yeah, I, I mean, honestly, it did its job. I, and between Devlin and the the Imperium stuff, I, I'm going to watch some some NXT UK. I think. Yeah, I'm going to at try least a to, couple. Uh, see if they see if they're good. You know, try to squeeze it in on my yeah my busy schedule. With we won't with, be covering n- no, but it's not on Wednesdays. <laughs> but I am going to make a conscious effort. I think yeah. to just like, hey, let's yeah. give this a chance. And, and you know, Doug, like you just said, hey, did its job. It was very good, and once again, I think a lot of people were waiting for in this match. Okay, we want to see Undisputed Era, the well-oiled machine, doing what they do best. And then the other thing, of course, is, okay, Walter's got to kill somebody, or everybody. When he gets on a roll, it's just like, oh my god. Like, I love that exchange with him and Roddy. Mm -hmm. Roddy held his own, because Roddy's known for his chops, too, and Walter's going to be the type of guy where it's like, I'll get, I'll feed, you know, that's fine. I'm not going to be big, vicious heel. Yeah. And, uh, but when Walter turned it on, it was just boom, clothesline, strong's out of the match. And then, like, like, little, little way more than halfway through, they take Walter out, uh, put him through a table. Well, what, yeah. And, uh, yeah. He, uh, so he's out for a while, and that gives, you know, UE the advantage. And then Walter pops back up, comes in the tag, and just murders people, just chops and just strikes and kicks and everything. Uh, the guy is, is my kind of professional wrestler. I mean, really, probably all the three of us are kind of professional wrestler. Really, hundred percent. The guy's a very good wrestler. Uh, it just he's he's King Haas. He does the the good shit that everybody likes to see. You know, uh, he's making a very large impact on NXT. Uh, and hopefully, on WWE as a whole. Really, 
you know, I think they can he can kind of change a little bit of uh, the way matches are done there. Kind of show people that you can lay your shit in and, uh, you know, still not necessarily murder people, but look like you're murdering people. Because he's, I mean, he's brutal. I love that guy. Yeah, he's a killer. Yeah. Um, you know, he talks about how he, you know, his favorite era of wrestling is 90s All Japan. Yeah. And it's just, <laughs> like, I yes, want to, I could just, like, look at him and go, like, yep, makes sense. Yeah. To stand out in a match and to have the crowd chanting specifically for you when you're on the other side is <laughs> Adam Cole, the Red Dragon, yeah, and Roddy Strong. Like, yeah. Literally, he is facing off and probably more over. Then what was that? Half of Ring of Honor's roster ten years ago. <laughs> yeah, you know, like it's it's just it's a it's a, it's an accomplishment, and like those guys aren't schlubs. They're everybody very talented wrestlers. Um, so Walter is Walter's a bit of a phenom, and they they're correcting course and kind of letting him be booked like the monster that he should be. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. But he also sells. He's also a monster who sells for other people. Luchasaurus doesn't. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I just can't, I can't say enough about that guy. I love him. He's my kind of wrestler. Yeah, I agree. He's just, the, like tonight, he just, again, it was one of those, he jumps off the screen at yep. you. You know, if you're if you're just a fan of NXT, you don't really know NXT UK a lot, mm-hmm. which I mean, none of us I do. Don't. But we all knew Walter, yeah. you know, and mm-hmm. it's like, you tune into that tonight and you go, him. He makes that see more um, him. immediate impression on you as yeah. soon as you see him. He has the proverbial it factor. He, if he, he has a great ring jacket is what he has. <laughs> he certainly does. I'm happy somebody's actually wearing great coats in yep. professional wrestling. I so. agree. It's a lost art. Absolutely. Yeah. And coming out to classical music as well. Yes. Come on. There you go. What yeah. more could you ask for? <laughs> so, yeah. So, really great match. Imperium wins. Yeah. Um, which we picked, right? Yeah. I, I think uh, the only thing we didn't pick was the Cruiserweight yeah. because um, nobody saw that yo, shit coming. I can, I can see. Hold on. We both oh we both picked Kaylee Ray. Yeah. Okay. Mia won that one though, didn't she? No, Kaylee Ray. Oh, won did it. she? Yeah. All right. Uh DIY. Garza and Swerve, Finn, Ripley, Imperium. Yeah. So and I feel like again, a lot of the and as you could tell, a lot of the matches you could tell the outcomes. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. and that's again, like you said, you know, gift and a curse. Mm-hmm. We watch a fuck ton of professional wrestling. Yes. And sometimes it is very predictable, mm-hmm. which is not a bad thing. You know, it's, it's good. I just want the end, the end result to be a good match really. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was super pumped about that cruiserweight title change. Yeah. That was, that was real cool. So, I mean, uh, we can probably talk about that main event all night. It was really good. <laughs> we probably could uh, watch it. Uh, watch that, watch the DIY tag match. I mean, those, those two were pretty incredible. The whole, I think the whole show was really good. Really loved it. Smile on my face the whole time. Really pumped to talk about it. You know, uh, really happy. It kind of also excited to kind of what make sit here and watch Doug watch the other match. Yes, the two, <laughs> um, because they were just that that crazy and fun. Uh, but you know, I think we've talked long enough on yeah. this. There's one item I wanted to uh, chime in Ooh, on. And floor is yours, my brother. Okay. Me if, the floor uh, is yours. The two of you have actually brought this up before. Oh, so I know this is the second time they've done a Worlds Collide yes. on the network. Mm-hmm. So I always wondered if there was a specific reason because the previous Worlds Collide was first he had that AAA WCW Super Show in '95, I think, okay. which is famously not on the network. Yes, yeah. and also wasn't that the name of the infamous also in summer 1995? WCW uh, New Japan show they ran in Pyongyang, North Korea, that was headlined by Fujinami and Flair. Mm, I was it called Worlds Collide. I s- think it was. It's been a while since I if did the. If only reading on we that had one. computers 
at mm. our. Uh, I'm not picking up my phone. All right. <laughs> You're, how about pick up your the computer? The one WCW New Japan was a Starcade. Yeah, but this was that different one. This was a special show that which Muhammad Ali helped engineer the entire thing because it was super dicey. In fact, they even said to all the WCW guys from the United States, they said, listen, you're going to North Korea. This is a country we're still technically at war with. We can't guarantee you're getting out of there safely. The one where uh, Scott Norton almost uh, ended yeah, he was on the up phone to and stay said so. in North Korea. Yeah, and Scott Steiner also got a little trouble under his belt. Uh, it was called the Collision in Korea. Pardon me. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I, I know. Oh what, wait, no. This is it's a Noki flare. April, oh, it was, oh, pardon me, it was a Noki flare. Yeah, I'm sorry. April '95 in Pyongyang. Was Fujinami flare like one of the like the super shows at the Egg Dome? Yeah, that was that yeah. because I know they traded back and forth with that weird WCW International title they had for a hot minute in the yeah. mid '90s. Yeah. Okay. Let's uh, just just for just because we're here. Just I'm just gonna Let's run talk. down the card. Let's riff. I'm just gonna run down that card and then we'll get about what we thought was match of the night and stuff. So collision in Korea because Doug brought it up. Uh, opening match, Wild Pegasus versus Two Cold Scorpio. Oh, Jesus. Second match, Yuji Nagata versus Ishizawa. Third match, Chono and Hiro Sato versus El Samurai and Yasuda. Fourth match, Bull Nakano and Akira Hakuto versus Manami Toyota and Mariko Yoshida. I didn't want to see that match right now. Uh, singles match for the IWGP Heavyweight Championship fought to a time limit draw, Shinya Hashimoto and Scott Norton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, baby. Uh, Road Warrior Hawk <laughs> versus Tadeo Yasuda. Then you had sub main event the Steiner Brothers versus Hiroshi Hase and Kensuke Sasaki, the Northern Lights. Holy fuck. And then the main event was Anoki versus Ric Flair. Mm-hmm. So that's Talk a, about some big meaty men slapping meat. That's, I mean, that's a, that's a show. Tiger Hattori refereed the matches. So and Tiger Hattori is just like retiring now. Yep. Which is insane. So a little off topic, but yeah, that's, I mean, that's a show. That's so, one I've always been interested in because it's a weird anomaly yeah. in wrestling. And before this, the worlds collide and, and the WWE were just uh, on fan access shows before Mania. Mm-hmm. And this oh, was, right. now they're kind of, and it was, it was, I don't think it was, well, NXT UK didn't really exist, I don't think, the last time they did it, right? Uh, I think it was. It was yeah. to showcase people on brands who wouldn't normally get to face each other. I knew it was a bit of an, like, an oddball yeah. show. Yeah, so this one yeah. became more distinctly NXT versus NXT UK. Yeah, the, the, the show tonight overall, honestly, like, I, it really did its job yeah, with I think so which too. was the main thing was let's get some more eyes on NXT. It did okay. make me have to watch more wrestling. Oh darn. I know. Shit. I still got those Steiner Brothers DVDs coming out. Oh brother. I know. <laughs> We're going to bunker down the weekend and just We watch. are. It's going to be crazy. Yeah, uh, I I definitely have some interest in NXT yeah. UK. Now I I've seen a couple things. I don't wa- I don't think I ever watched one of the weekly shows, but I've seen like a couple of the takeovers. Yeah. I, I know Pretty much who I like, who I yeah. Really I'm gonna don't care I'm gonna for. watch a bit. Uh, people I don't know. Maybe I'll fast forward, or maybe I'll give them a shot if I'm not too keen on them. I'm not gonna watch them. Uh, but I mean, I'm definitely gonna look out for Devlin. See what they do with the cruiserweight belt. If they keep yeah. it over there. Uh, I mean, Imperium. I knew I loved. So yeah. So we're gonna see. I'm not big on Kay- Kaylee Ray, so I'm probably not gonna watch any of her stuff. But yeah, me neither. But all right. So Brett. Yes. Doug. Yes. Doug, you're at a disadvantage because you only saw two matches. Correct. But Brett. Yes. Match of the night. I mean, the main event. Okay. It, it was It was just... Main event. Uh, there were multiple times where I was shaking my fists in... in, okay. uh, in Not in rage, but I was getting legit fired up watching yeah. it. Because they were just in there looking like they're just laying their shit in. I mean, and that's the type of wrestling I like. It's like that quote-unquote strong style, mm-hmm. you know? And 
I love Kyle O'Reilly, and he was just laying it in. <laughs> Honestly, I thought everybody did such a, a great job in the match. Nobody got lost in the match. Yeah. Again, you know, showing how professional they really are mm-hmm. by just when the when the Wolf injury happened, and I, I'm I'm just super impressed with all those guys. I was already super like like very impressed with everybody, but like this again, it just takes it up another level of like. Yeah. I, I just super respect to all those dudes. Uh, the match format, like, it, it didn't suffer at all. You know, yeah, it was a handicap match at that point. Didn't miss a beat, though. And it just, I, I absolutely loved it. All How right. about you? What was, well, uh, no, I'm going to go Doug. Okay. All right. What's all right. Let's go out of the two matches you watched? But without a doubt, the uh, Undisputed Era Imperium. All right. And actually, based on everything you're saying, it sounds like the DIY Mustache Mountain Affair might be, might come close to it, but honestly, I have a feeling that's the match of the night. It's very close for me, for Mustache Mountain match. I okay. loved it. I took a note down that it was the my match of the night when it happened. Uh, more fun than a main event. Those guys were in there having a blast, mm-hmm. sort of just not dicking around, but just having fun in a wrestling match without any real stakes. Really, really loved it. But yeah, the main event. Uh, main event was impressive. It's one of those matches, and it doesn't always happen. It's one of those shows where the main event belongs there. It, it's supposed to be there. You know what I mean? Like, it over-delivered, like, right, This is why it's the main event. This is why they booked it as the main event. It, it makes complete sense. Uh, you know, it made everything else in the card. You know, it was better than everything else in the card. Every, there was a really good card, but made everything else, you know, it really stood out. So, yeah. So that's, I mean, we're on agreement here. Main yeah. event all the way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I would watch that over and over again. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to watch it again. All right. Probably so tomorrow. That's it, right? That's all we got? Yeah, I think uh, overall the show it it was just it kicked ass. It okay. really did. I agree. Uh, you know, I I loved it. I, I, I legit loved it. It was a fun show, and it reminded me how much fun it is. Watching wrestling by yourself is fun. Watching wrestling with your friends is also yes. even more fun. Yeah, so. that is true. It's the best. It is the best. So that being said, uh, follow us. This will be up shortly. Some yeah. point tonight. I mean, within the next hour, I'm sure. That doesn't mean anything to you because you don't know what time is when you're listening to this during the week. <laughs> but it'll be up Saturday night. It's Saturday, right? Yep. Okay, good. Sure is. Uh, so follow us on social media at Wednesday War Pod on Twitter. Uh, email the show at Wednesday Night War Podcast at Gmail. Uh, soon to be named Network. Check them out at STBN Network on Twitter. Uh, yeah, we were tweeting a bit. Normal shows, if this is your first show with us, uh, welcome. Uh, normal shows drop like Thursday nights, really like 1 a.m. Friday sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> depending on how long we talk or uh, how long it takes us to get recording. But uh, thanks for listening. Uh, you want to mention, should we mention our personals? Yeah. All right, if you want to follow us personally and talk to us about other things other than wrestling or uh, how. Dragon off also tried to show off his bulge tonight. Uh, You can (laughs) check me out on Twitter at the Dude. That's T H E D O O G E. Uh, I'll talk comics and all that other crap. Uh, Check me out there. I welcome the followers. Uh, So that's fun. Brett, where can they find you, uh, my friend? If you want to talk to me about the injustice of the 1997 Royal Rumble, the Latin lover didn't win. (laughs) All right. I mean, if I can go back in time, I'd strap the rocket to his ass. He should have wrestled Sid for the belt at Mania that year. Are you saying Ooh. if you could turn back time? If I could find a way. All right. I'll, see, this is why we're friends. Good man. You could follow me at BrettXEdge570. Twitter, 
let's let's get moving on uh, deactivating these accounts right. I haven't tweeted in ten years. Right. And uh, so I need my name. Okay. So Doug, if you want to share, yeah, you don't have to share. You don't have to. I'll just throw it out there. Okay. It's, right. it's Twitter. It's uh, I don't want to say a burner, but it's kind of just out there in the periphery. <laughs> sure. So I'm at Hey It's Doug Thirteen on Twitter. Okay. I promise nothing, and I will deliver nothing. <laughs> All right. Well, very good. Uh, Doug, how was your uh, first? Being the first guest star, yeah, guest host, if you will, third, first ever third microphone. I really wish I'd remember that uh, when Worlds Collide started at seven instead of eight. Okay, and I was still fucking late. Well, All right. Is, well, this is what it's like when Worlds Collide, Doug. <laughs> this is what it's like. <laughs> this is the last time we get to do that. So well, until next until year. next year. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. All right. Well, thanks for listening. We appreciate it. Uh, I'm going to uh, make Brett sign off, and I'm going to show him this uh, 76ers score here. Uh, that, it's already buzzing oh, you already been buzzing I had the game cast up oh. the whole time. I'm not going to lie. All right. It was getting a little dicey there, but Sixers okay. won. Fuck the Lakers. Fuck LeBron. Pro wrestling. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, we had listeners. We just lost them. You're listening to the soon-to-be-named network, the Lamborghini of Podcast Network.